0: Hit the button. All right. Waiting for the green.
1: All right. No! Get those words!
0: Good morning, everyone. Are you awake yet? You probably are now after that intro. We are the loudest morning show opening I think there is in any podcast anywhere, right? We'll oh, yeah. say yes. All right. Welcome to Bid Nerds, your daily nerd out on the most interesting cars of the day on all the automotive enthusiast auction sites like P-Car Market, Rad for Sale, Bring a Trailer, and Cars and Bids. Uh, my partner over there, Michael Deep, coming to you Woo-hoo! live from the Bay Area. What's up, Michael Deep?
1: Good morning, JP. What's happening?
0: Uh, you know, just doing the Las Vegas thing. That's where I'm at, for those of you who don't already know, which... We don't have any new listeners. We have the same four people listen over and over again. Nobody else does, and that's fine. So Hi, welcome listeners. Welcome back, guys. We, uh, we, love, yeah. uh, we love being here for you every Monday through Friday at the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, what we do here is we nerd out. We, we dig through all these auction sites. We find the most interesting cars. Out of hundreds and hundreds of cars being auctioned off today, we find the most interesting ones for you, so you don't have to. Uh, and then we nerd out about these cars for a little bit, and then we get the rubber hits the road we make predictions yep. of what we think these cars will sell for. And that is Bid Nerds. It's basically a game show, right? Yeah. You, and
1: you did good yesterday.
0: Uh, oh, I did, man. yeah. I, I got. Uh, we had a couple of, yeah. Well, let's go over those in just a second. But before we do, make sure you guys hit the sus- uh, subscribe, like, and notification buttons if smash you it. haven't already. That is right. Oh, man, the the smash it term that is like the YouTuber thing to say. Smash right. the like button. Ugh, I just hate it, but it is, <laughs> it's, uh, it is what the YouTubers say. So it's. Just, I just. I don't know. I don't know if I hate the term. I just hate yeah, the fact do. that we're you know guys in our forties. We can't say stuff like that. 40 I wish. Sh-
1: smash the, smash the
0: like button. Smash the subscribe button, dude. Uh, oh yeah, I'm, my I'm god! I'm not a millennial at all. Clearly, 50 uh, something dudes. Um, you know, yeah. Trying to use internet lingo on the interwebs. Um, not a thing. Uh, but you know, that's all right. Um, hey, you know, one thing that we that we think everybody likes is uh, is our is our sponsor. Guy's Custom is absolutely fantastic. You guys got to check out Guy's Custom Bracelets. Check out these bracelets. Uh, They are, look at that, look at that. These are custom made to match your watch or your car or both. This one here is called Guards Carbon. So it's a Guards Red. It's painted to sample Guards Red. The beads are individually painted with Porsche paint. Uh, And then it's got this carbon fiber thing in there. And look at Deeb is all excited about it. He's got his one. Yeah.
1: But JP, did you see the email I sent you this morning before the show?
0: Yes, I did. Porsche is trying to copy guys' custom. Porsche Design design is
1: copying guys' custom. Get a patent attorney on the phone immediately. Let's go. Sue the crap out of them.
0: It's true. It's true. Uh, she had the greatest idea over at Guy's Guy's Customs is spelled G-Y-X underscore customs. The only place you can find a Guy's Customs bracelet uh, is on Instagram. And yep. it's not like there's a big Shopify uh, menu of different bracelets that you can buy. They're hmm. all custom made. Every single one bespoke. is made to order. Yeah, they yep. are bespoke. So the only way to get one is to DM her, the DM yep. artist at Guy's Customs, uh, G-Y-X underscore Underscore customs on the Instagram. Uh, and when you DM guys customs, uh, you're going to reach Rochelle and she's going to be the one that's going to make your bracelet. And they are really, really fantastic. P- uh, Porsche
1: Design sent out an email today to their huge Porsche mailing list because Porsche Design is now in-house with Porsche Cars North America. Uh, and then they're probably going worldwide with their boutiques in Porsche dealerships. But anyway, the gist of it is, today they did an announcement where they will, if you order a car, they will do a paint to sample uh, ring around your bezel and they will do a leather to sample uh, band for your watch. So you can now have a Porsche design watch custom designed to look like your uh porsche car which is something guys custom has been doing for over a year so there you go they're biting her style already on a massive level
0: the great thing is that you don't have to be stuck with just the Porsche design uh, watch. You can you can get a guy's custom bracelet to match any watch uh, yeah. from Submariners to, to Paddock Phillips to whatever you know Anything. all all the different watches you name it. She will make one to match it specifically. And man, I've seen some. It, it, that's the thing. Go to the go to the Instagram page. There's a bunch of amazing pictures by Lee Patet um, of these watches of like really amazing watches and Ferraris and Porsches uh, yeah. and of course guys' customs bracelets. Um,
1: Shut. Shout out to Jeffrey Chu for that shoot didn't he yeah. lend a few of the time Jeffrey for that? and
0: uh, John El uh, for man. cars yeah we Johnny went over Vegas. to choose. yeah Johnny Vegas uh, man <laughs> it was like a reunion of people who have ordered yeah. uh, guys customs bracelets we had uh, mm-hmm. all the we had there was some amazing hardware out there but Jeff Chu yeah. our friend Jeff Chu has oh. he's like uh, that kid in grade school that had the case full of Star Wars action figures
1: oh, or Hot Wheels or Hot Wheels or what yeah. have
0: you that's he has that but with like you know watches he has every rolex literally that you can get um, it's wasn't there more crazy. money
1: in wristwatches than than exotic gt3s that day and, uh, and like you, mclarens and yes yeah Lampos we had a
0: mclarens well. ferraris multiple porsches <laughs> And there was more money in that little box than there was yeah. out in the driveway. That is absolutely that's, true. So check out Guys call. Underscore Customs on the Instagram and
1: order your Guys yeah. Customs bracelet today. Congratu- right. Congratulations, Guys Custom, custom. that uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Is that how yeah, that goes, JP? Yeah, I think
0: something no? like that. Yeah, we're going to go with that. Um, absolutely. All right, look at that. I've got a little lens flare over my shoulder
1: there. This is very
0: yeah. – we're going Ooh. very Michael Bay here on the <laughs> <good notes>. Um <laughs> I need to get – you know, you if I a- had
1: the – A slow-mo American flag to follow it up, right? Yeah, we need a
0: big dolly (laughs) shot, big crane shot in here and some like transformers blowing things up and not totally yeah. I need to I need to get those John McTiernan lens flares where John right. McTiernan uh the director of some of the Tropic Thunder all time um <laughs> Tropic Thunder I'm sure was inspired by McTiernan but, uh, yeah. uh no he made Die Hard and Predator and he used to say the difference between lens flare and lens glare is $50,000 that's
1: awesome um
0: actually my uh Mark Melville actually said that, but I like to attribute awesome. it to, uh, to, to him. But anyways, um, all right, let's get to the show. We are going to make some predictions about cars that are going to auction off today. But before we get to the cars of the day and we have some really, really cool cars today, Michael, dude, this is the first day on the show that I can remember where we don't have a Porsche in the main lineup. We uh, we had some oh, Porsches yesterday, wow, but there are there no Porsches. So the Pecan market is like, hey, there's they're no Porsches. They're turning off right now. Yeah, they're, they're not like, going oh, le- like to the learn anything today. Like oh well if they got some fake Ferraris we could listen to these guys maybe uh... oh my god yeah so no, true. Um all right well let's get to uh, let's get to yesterday's cars because we had some yeah. there were some big we big auctions on. from yesterday's and we had Warren from uh, Rad for Sale yesterday Warren um,
1: Madsen from DWA and Rad for Sales Mr Santa Cruz himself there you go
0: correcto uh, what was the big car of the day yesterday we started out with uh, with Whoa, that, that GT3 uh, yeah I mean how do you how do you not start uh, with that car? Car.
1: really cool before i jump into this car jp explain sure. to everybody uh you made a little thumb to advertise the show and warren posted it and didn't FabSpeed comment on warren's post about liking the car and liking our show or something how did that uh, go? it wasn't well, fast me-
0: speed it was uh,
1: sharkworks oh no. sharkworks the bay area yeah, version of fast yeah. speed yeah okay
0: yeah. there you go sharkworks yeah. uh sharkworks obviously follows warren because warren is somebody we're a yep. bunch of nobodies so nobody yeah. follows us so sharkworks thanks for uh the shout out uh to the show he they they said nice things about bid nerds oh they probably awesome. just saying nice things about you know Warren, well, then, but uh, from Rad for Sale, because that's what most people would do. Nobody well, wants to listen
1: up. So I'll start by apologizing for confusing Pennsylvania's, uh, you know, fab speed with uh, uh, Bay Area's Sharkworks, uh since I'm a Bay Area guy. But um, first of all, it's awesome that they gave us a shout out. Second of all, I owe another apology, because the only thing I forgot to mention when we looked at this 2018, 3,000 mile Porsche GT3 with ceramics, paint to sample, and racing buckets. That's the trifecta if you're ordering a GT3. Oh, by the way, it's a six-speed manual. So that's all four boxes right there. Yeah. Um, the only modification of this car was the rear muffler bypass. Uh, basically, um, uh, you've got you know headers and cats, then you've got sport mufflers in the rear wheel wells. And then on the GT3s, those two come together for a center muffler and you've got this central sort of stinger exhaust that comes out of the middle of the rear balance. Um, shark works and fab speed for that matter uh do a delete when they usually do like an x pipe and it comes right out and by taking that piece out you kind of uncork the stock sound so the car still sounds stock but louder and that gives it a really nice growl and this is a very popular modification because you get a little bit of noise while still controlling the valve that sort of opens and closes uh and and Kind of keeps your car quiet at low speed and loud at high speed. Uh, And then the car will still pass smog. So this is one of the most popular, um, easy modifications you can do to your GT3. And this car has it. This was a beautiful car, JP. Um, You were right. I I really thought that this car might struggle. I thought the green might be polarizing. It had 3,000 miles on it. I thought, you know, it'll come in right under 200 grand. So I said Hmm. 198. And Warren went 199. 999 and you said you guys are crazy this car will easily bring sticker which was $238,000 uh but you just kind of conservatively parked your bid at 210 and jp you were right this car brought 5 grand over sticker <coughs> and sold yesterday on bring a trailer for a whopping $243,000 just consider this jp with transport and a little bit of a fee to bat this guy's in this car 250 grand before he pays uh you know tax and license on the car i mean that is a lot of money for a used car i can't believe the figures that used gt3s are bringing in this market 991.1s are a relative bargain because you can get basically the same car without the stick for almost a hundred thousand dollars less you know what i mean? Yeah,
0: easily a hundred thousand dollars. Yes, because the dot ones had uh, the dot ones are plagued with a couple of pretty big issues that people are worried about. So you're seeing dot ones go in that buck ten, buck twenty, um, buck thirty on the high end, really for a dot one. Yeah. Uh, a dot two. I mean, this car with the manual is a nine eleven R. I mean, this is this yeah. is the car that everyone went gaga over in the first gen nine eleven R because they got it right. If this car had the uh, touring package on it, which was which is basically just the rear wing delete. Um, 260, 270. <laughs> yeah, maybe even closer to 300. I mean, if you, I, we should go back and watch yesterday's show because I did say. Not only did I say it's going to reach sticker, I said it's going to reach probably a buck forty uh, and change. And I should have just gone that route, and maybe I would have gotten a yeah. Yahtzee because in my head I was like 145 for sure. Um, yeah. yeah,
1: 245.
0: Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, 245. My, <laughs> name, <thank you. laughs> isn't that oh, crazy? Is that split. crazy? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, and honestly, just it, it, you, you know, I joked that you were on vacation for a week, and. Um, It really is, in just that short amount of time, in the last, like, we're talking month and a half, these things have just, boom, taken off. Uh, There are, you you know, we joke about, you know, who would pay this much for a used car. Well, you can't get a new one. Like Warren said yesterday, these cars are unobtainium right now so it's like uh if you want a gt3 you pretty much have to get one uh that's got how many miles does this thing have on it 2,000 miles or something 3,000 miles 3,000 miles i mean it's it's basically broken in for you good to go i would rather have this than a brand new one anyway um with that manual transmission this car is beautiful knees knees yeah uh so uh yeah i i think uh it's crazy you know like I hate to say it, but, you know, our friend uh, Rami had his GT2 uh, RS. Manual. And he sold that, yeah, well, no, no, his, the the, the, the the 991 GT2 RS, and he sold that, like, six months ago, and... From what he got on that car to what it's worth today, it's probably worth $100,000 more. Yeah. I hate saying that out loud, but yeah, that is yeah. the honest God truth. And I don't yeah. think, you know, we all saw kind of like, all right, things are going weird. We know that there's shortages, but everybody kind of thought, well, they're going to catch up at some point. Nobody saw this chipset uh, shortage coming. This is, uh, this is Nobody, crazy. you know, nobody really accurately said, uh, okay, inflation really is going to go off the rails. There's a bunch of factors that we talked about on yesterday's show. That if, we did to uh, that, that absolutely yeah. absolutely encourage you guys to go back and watch. Uh, that yeah. episode for that reason um but there's a lot of things that uh nobody saw coming and you know those of us who had Porsches and sold them uh six months ago or even three months ago um are all sitting here going holy crap did we leave money on the table uh, yeah. myself included um I you know so uh if you've got a Porsche it seems like now is the time to sling it uh what <laughs> other uh what other did we talk about any other
1: Porsches yesterday we did that we did we did yeah um, I- p car market jp what do you think of that car a bad result man we Uh, we said this yesterday yep what we're talking about real quick to cover it it's a 99 it's a 1997 911 993 c2 coupe it's white with a full blue interior six-speed manual i think jp the car had eighty three thousand miles on it or something like that right in yeah, there it, yeah. it, it wasn't a hundred thousand miles uh but it wasn't low miles either it was just fair Uh car had motor sound package otherwise was largely stock. uh i do think that they adjusted the ride height even if they just did row you know suspension or whatever yeah it's definitely not really american
0: nice. height it's it's yeah it, it's, it's, R-O-W it's really nice. height, but it's not yeah.
1: low. yeah yeah it sits really nice but it doesn't look like it slammed to the ground and they clearly didn't put like uh pss tens because they would have mentioned that that would have been a four thousand dollar value or something but anyway well
0: wait a second do you think p car market would have mentioned it they're the kind well, of well they, they you know what? Up constantly
1: all the time <laughs> yeah. yeah anyways jp we were talking about value of the car versus value of the performance of the platform and so i said jp it's interesting because as much as we pick on p car market because occasionally they get it wrong Uh, you know, they have been doing better and they have been occasionally getting it right with some of these cars. Uh, So I said $86,000 should be the value of this car. And I thought that this car might have a chance, although it wasn't showing signs because our car was sitting at 40 grand when we covered it with a couple hours to go. Uh, Warren said 85, you astutely took the under at 76 and our car only made it to $63,000 where it sold, which is crazy to think that the consider of this car thought that 63,000 was a fair value for his car. Where did he set the reserve at 60? This doesn't make any sense to me. I think this car, I think this guy left $20,000 on the table by not listing it with bring a trailer. And that's a huge mistake in this market when supply and demand are so you know far apart from under there.
0: P car market. Failed this seller. This car should have spent... You're 100% correct. This car should have sold for so much more. Um, And I'm just disgusted by this. I just can't believe that they would even let him set a reserve quite so low. Uh, You know, I mean, it's like... Guys, and, and car Market is usually the ones that are like, yeah, set, set whatever you want, because they know they're going to send their used car salesman after people uh, in their deal tank. This car uh, would have been a perfect car for deal tank. If this car didn't make it, you know, if the guy set the reserve at like 75000 bucks or something like that, uh, mm-hmm. this car totally would have sold for that in deal tank. They could have had their yeah. check jacket dudes make someone buy this thing. Um, yeah, here's the, the thing, white belt, white shoes. Yeah, don't <laughs> get... Uh, impatient when it's time to sell your car like mm-hmm. this. Um, the problem is that BAT is so popular that uh, that it does take a while to get your car for sale on that platform. And again, we don't work for any of these platforms. We're very good friends with uh, Rad for Sale uh, ownership. We, we we make no bones about that and we make that very clear. Um, but we don't work for any of them. Um, and, you know, I'm just basically, we're speaking from, from our observations of all these op- auction platforms and from Frankly, having sold cars on pretty much all the auction platforms, um, P car market included, and I suffered a massive failure uh, with those guys, and they were patting themselves on the back, and I was just yeah. like, "You guys are morons!" Um, and the fact that this car uh, sold for less than you know seventy and change uh, is just bonkers berserk this guy could have got more money for his car putting it on craigslist um you know or or pcas classifieds or renlist yeah. i mean if you put this car on renlist or pelican you know pelican parts yeah. Forums, you know there's people fight site. over it they yeah this car at 75 would have been gone in like less than yeah. 24 hours yeah you would have um, been
1: entertaining phone calls on the way to meet the first guy you talked to to yeah. get the money it yeah. would have been, somebody would've been like, I'll give you more. I mean, you would yeah. have people fighting over it. If he listed in the classifieds, uh, it's weird because P car market is the P is for Porsche, yeah. uh, but they are not Porsche experts. And no matter what they talk about, they're reading it out of a textbook. They do not come from experience. You can tell by the way they use their vernacular. These guys yeah. have no history with the brand. It's just, it's a flat out shame. And this was a criminal act to let this car go for 63. That's That's less than wholesale.
0: Yeah. Right, yeah. Like These crazy. guys they're, they're they're you know they know a thing or two about Porsche's like you said what they've read out of books but they're just not enthusiasts right yeah, their their yeah. experience is based on car dealership yeah. They're yeah. the guy that when you go to a car dealership and the salesperson has you sit down and you got to fill out that stupid piece of paper and they ask you, what do I have to do to get you into this car today? Uh, <laughs> they're not that guy. They're the guy that that guy has to go and sit and talk to in a little room somewhere and he eats a donut while the manager, the, the guy, <laughs> one of the P car market guys does all the math and says, okay, oh, well, man. you go out there and you tell him that he needs to find another $50 a month, a, a, a week. Yeah. We, we right. can sell it to him. For, they, they know they can can sell it to you. They just want to grind you for every last penny they can get and that's P car <laughs> market. Uh, yet they will leave money on the table if it's not their money. See, I think that's what's so insidious about these guys. I think that's what's ticking me off about P car market is they are used car sales guys that aren't it's like they're chicken s right? They don't buy the used car and then nah. sell it for more. They make you the owner of the car have to carry the car. And right. then they just profit it. So they don't care what the they don't care about the margin because there is no margin. It's all free inventory for these guys. Uh, and for a used car salesperson to be able to go, oh, look, we can have this car lot with all these cars on the lot and not have to pay for any of them, that is a used car salesman's dream. Right? Most used car <laughs> totally. salesmen have to sit there and go, all right, is this car worth investing in? How much am I going to make if I buy it for this price and that price? And they have to put, they have to have some skin in the game. P-Car Market doesn't have any skin in the game. They don't care. Nope. They, they want to sell it for any number, because any number is profitable for them. Maybe, probably not you, this poor guy. It wasn't profitable for this poor guy. Uh, no. who only got sixty thousand dollars for his eighty thousand dollars.
1: Twenty to twenty-five thousand dollars left on the table, uh, mm-hmm. and he had to pay a commission. Imagine he's paying a commission on that sixty-three mm-hmm. to uh, to it's just Shame
0: you know. on you, picar for for. It's, it's I mean, you, you basically took advantage of this poor guy. I mean, yeah. Yeah. when it's, you look at yourself in the mirror tonight. You took advantage of this guy. All right, let's yeah. move on. There were some really uh, some other amazing results. This uh, You want to talk <laughs> about this thing? Uh,
1: yes, look at this, JP. I picked this car. Crap. I picked this car absolutely for you. If I could have put a bow on it, I would have. Uh, first of all, this lemon green or whatever they call this color, something yellow, whatever, I love it. I absolutely love it. It's kind of a chartreuse. It's, I don't know, whatever. This car looks like it's been refurbished. To a respectably high standard, and I say that because a lot of Volkswagen things that get a you know an Earl Shy paint job, you look closely at them, especially when I watch, I look at the cars with you, and you point out things that are incorrect underneath, and they become glaringly obvious. This one, the attention to detail is there. All the bits are there. Uh, what do they call it? The duckboard floors, uh, the, you know, the bumpers, the exhaust going through the rear bumpers, the wheels, the hubcaps, even the old Volkswagen steering wheel reminds me of the early 70s there was a lot to like on this particular example on bring a trailer yesterday. It's a 1973 Volkswagen thing refurbished. And this car looked great. So I, I went 37,000 and you guys all kind of made the same noise. You and Warren both went (laughs) and, uh, anyway, Warren came in at 32, uh, Oh no! You came in at 32. Warren came in at 36.5 underneath me. Uh, our car sold for 42,000 dollars on BAT yesterday, <laughs> liberating my crazy my crazy presumption that one of these cars was gonna like really set the bar high, and this one didn't. I mean, JP, this result will bring up regular things: cars that you're gonna say should be worth 14, 15, 16 in today's market that were six, seven, eight thousand dollar cars a handful of years ago are now gonna bring 20 grand and you're gonna be upset about it. This car is gonna piss you off. And I can tell you, it's coming. This summer, we're gonna see a lot of things, bring a lot of stupid money and you're gonna be angry you didn't keep your last one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, I I regretted it the second I saw it drive down the road. Um, One of the most (laughs) fun cars of all time. Right. Um, And yeah, you know, I good for you man uh, the guy who owns this car or you know, own oh, the yeah. car uh, great job man i i got to wonder though i mean that much money is just that... uh, our friend matthew Whitesell, and maybe i'm stealing his thunder he's going to come on the show i think on friday uh, yes! we talked uh, now- we, we talked a couple of days ago about a 996 Um, what was that? The 996, uh, Cabrio that went for something like C2 cab that went for like $50,000 or whatever, uh, this car right here, $52,000. And I was having a conversation with him, you know, about being on the show and he brought something up that I hadn't considered. And maybe you have, uh, maybe some of you out there have thought of this, but what a fabulous way to launder money. Um, oh yeah. If you have a car that's lame like this uh, 911, uh, you know, and this is, a for those of you who are just listening, this is a 1990s. Uh, no, I'm sorry, this is a 2000. 2000, model year 2000, 996 Porsche, 996 Cabrio in ocean blue over sand beige interior, all the beige, it's like the world of beige with some yeah. like Earl, not Earl Shrive, but Les Schwab, horrible, Crappy weave wheels. I mean, yep. this is like this should be a nineteen thousand dollar car. Um, no IMS, yeah, four no owners.
1: I, yeah, yep. And uh, you know, it's a dot one. I mean, it's yeah. a three point four.
0: This thing should have you know, but instead, it brought fifty two thousand dollars. But if you had a bunch of cash that you had to launder, why not have a couple of dummy uh, or you know a couple of buddies bid up on your car? Um, because you know, one thing that bat people don't realize if you haven't ever used one of these auction sites. When you buy a car through BAT, you are not giving BAT your money for the car and then the owner gives you the car. They are not an intermediary for your cash. They don't escrow right. the money. Right. All they do is put you together with the seller. So they take their cut. If the car sells yeah. for, if you buy a car for $100,000, they take their, what is it? Uh, Four point something percent. Yeah. And, and, and they say, have a nice day. And here's the phone number for the dude you bought, just bought a car from. And then yeah. you guys have to work it out.
1: Right. They, they are not a car dealership. They do not have a dealer license or dealer insurance. They are a dating service and that's yeah. it. It's an online dating service. They're introducing people to one another that have a common interest.
0: Yeah. So you, so you go and buy the car from the individual. So really there's no way for anyone to know if that transaction completed or not, or how it went down, or if it was paid with right. cash or credit card or any of that kind of stuff. So if you're sitting there going, well, um, I just sold a kilo of Coke, and I have an extra $50,000 laying around. Um, I have no idea how much a kilo of Coke goes for, um, clearly. Uh, but I have this like $15,000 piece of crap car. I can just put it on an auction site, have two of my friends pretend to auction, you know, to, to have this crazy number for it. And then if anybody comes and asks, where you I get the money? He's like, well, I sold this Porsche for $50,000. Um, yeah. I think that's pretty brilliant, and Mister uh, Whitesell is one of the smartest guys we know, clearly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think I'm going to start selling coke now. I mean, what a yeah. great idea! Uh, he, and
1: he's he's like a professor of other things.
0: It could, uh, you, well, he uh, he does have some experience in the uh, cannabis world uh, yeah. through some of his uh, mutual friends. Um, could this we call Volkswagen that, we call- thing? We call Up? that the healing arts that's right. Yeah. <laughs> very nice could this volkswagen thing uh just be a ruse uh to uh no. under a bunch of money or do we think this that was really no, what i, th- this thing went I think that one's legit
1: <laughs> but your c2 matt weitzel c2 hypotheses yeah. that he's on to something there he's, is, on it's like something a sponge there. it's yeah. like a sponge it's got a lot of holes in it but it holds water. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to see a lot of piece
0: of crap 996s going for huge money, I predict, in the next uh, oh, couple of weeks just because yeah. of all, 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 the, all four viewers of the bid nerds are going, oh, dude,
1: I'm going to lose money. Here we go. What? what the what yeah Yeah. now that everybody's gonna run out and overpay for a c2 (laughs) c2 cab and check the glove box on the frunk for their rebate
0: oh my gosh (laughs) all right well what else did we talk about yesterday there's some interesting cars yesterday
1: let's wait right bmw yeah I well i got one right go figure uh 2012 Mm. bmw x5m uh i really like the car especially for the value the performance of these things is really off the chart it is very porsche cayenne turbo-esque uh, in performance specification, um, but perhaps even less reliably so. Warren kind of tore it apart from a maintenance and ownership outside of the warranty. And he said, please, buyer beware. That's why they're so cheap. So anyway, I went $25,000. Uh, JP, you said twenty-three, dollars And uh, Warren split the difference at twenty-four. dollars The car sold for $24,751 for my second win of the day. And then our last car... Was another surprising result. JP, what we're talking about here is the 1992 VW Corrado that was on BAT. The car had like six bids and was sitting at $23,000 when we reviewed it with a couple of hours to go. This car was tornado red, black dash, tan interior, low miles, 66,000 original miles on the VR6 narrow angle, normally aspirated torque steer monster Corrado. Beautiful car slightly unloved you know like they they they, uh they don't get the respect you and i sort of think that they're due um but in any case we're waiting for you know contemporary vws to bring collectible money the way certain air-cooled vws do uh and i thought this one was poised to do so so i again stepped out on the plank and i said 30 grand and after you guys stopped laughing you gave me a bid of 25 and warren of 27 i don't think our car got another bid jp it closed and sold at $23,000 on BAT. So I got two wins. You got two wins. Warren got one win, but you were the closer between us, so that would be your third.
0: Yeah, poor Corrados. So <coughs> I just don't think we're going to see Volkswagens. Uh, you know, I don't think water pumper Volkswagens are ever going to see big money. I just, um, there it is. Oh, come not on, ever gonna do man. It. Um, it's going to happen. They're always going to be a beginner enthusiast car uh, and maybe the occasional, um, yeah no I just just it's not gonna happen Uh, maybe they'll go up a little bit in price but that'll just be kind of like along with inflation I don't think they're gonna
1: step. Jason Jason Camisa who uh, is a friend of the bid nerds because we're Mm -hmm. buddies uh, Mm -hmm. and I'm hoping one day we'll come on the show with us uh, owns a Scirocco 16 valve and then he also has a Volkswagen Cabrio Mm -hmm. uh, with the suspension set up and I think he put a two-liter 16 valve in that car Uh, so he says people come up to him and they kind of laugh at him and then he smokes them you know like it's just (laughs) unbelievable so uh, you know he owns two volkswagens and he's an absolute driver an absolute enthusiast he could drive he could literally afford to drive whatever he wants if he if he if he wanted to come down and of the four or five cars in his collection two of them are vw's i just think they're gonna have their moment and we're just waiting for it to happen uh, uh,
0: I, you know, and for the record, I'm not discounting that they should. I mean, I'm yeah, also a huge yeah, fan yeah. of a 16 valve right. Uh That you know, I came up in Scirocco Scirocco's are my jam. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just, I just don't think there's enough uh, mid, you know, 40, 50 year old dudes that are so nostalgic for those cars that they just have to have one. If you're nostalgic and you're going back and you're going, oh, I want that car that I had in high school. It's like, eh, you know what? Or I, I mean, I'll just, I'm gonna get a 911. What am I doing? That's the car I wanted in high school. I had a Scirocco yeah. Yeah. You know, So
1: I don't know. <clears throat>
0: okay. Uh, all right. Thing. Well let's are, get to the cars have, today. Yeah. What what do you
1: have to be somewhere after the show? Can we take another minute?
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. really quick. Okay. All yeah. right.
1: What are we doing here? What's going on? Before I barf up my lungs, here we go. Uh Cars and Bids sent out an email overnight, Doug DeMiro's hmm. site, that they have been in business now doing auctions for one year. Hmm. Uh, Doug DeMiro sends a little thank you notice out to everybody that's registered saying that the idea that he created on his patio a year ago has now grown into something very special and so just really quickly by the numbers JP in one year cars and vids has completed 2,752 auctions with a sell-through rate of 82.5 percent I'd say that's pretty damn strong uh they've done 42 million dollars in revenue uh, they have 125,000 registered bidders, um, 9 out of 10 people that use it, uh, would recommend them, that's probably skewed, uh, and 145,000 followers on social media. So congratulations to Doug Demiro and Cars and Bids. All those numbers, I would say on behalf of 50% of the bid nerds, that those are impressive numbers. And still... Our critique holds water that if Doug Demiro, who's now, you know, probably has the opportunity where when we started our little thing six, seven months ago, and he was doing three or four cars a day, now he's doing eight to 12 cars a day. He has the opportunity to turn three or four cars away on the daily and really start to curate a higher caliber of car so that a guy trying to sell a hundred thousand dollar mercedes is not parking it next to a two thousand dollar subaru pile of junk something you have harped on from day one and i agree he needs a bouncer they can they can now afford to turn some people away and bring up the floor of the average car on cars and bids so congratulations to doug Demiro. uh we're very happy for you and now do better
0: um i don't Agree a hundred percent that they deserve congratulations. I actually think that's I think they deserve congratulations for creating the site, um, but I think what the numbers I would like to see that they didn 't put on their little infographic is <laughs> is where has the growth been? I mean, you say three to four cars and now they're eight to 12. And yeah. I, I are you sure about that? Because it's looking more like six or seven cars a day. And that's been about what it's been since the beginning. I have not seen it go from two or three to all of a sudden three times as many cars. It seems like they went from three or four cars a day to maybe six or seven and never, I mean, a dozen, that's like almost never. Uh, and on top of that, they, you know, in a vacuum those numbers sound pretty good and this is where I think guys like uh, Doug DeMiro and the P car market guys do the same thing they're patting themselves on the back going here's our numbers in a vacuum great we're doing so fantastic you know 2000 auctions stuff like that how many has BAT done in that amount of time and how much growth have they had in the same amount of time because BAT went from doing 30 cars to 60 or 70 cars and adding two more days to the week and so they're doing full seven days a week Um, cars and bids I I think, uh, given their opportunity, frankly, are failing. Uh, they're only doing well because the market is doing well. They are in a boom uh, for 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 exotic and enthusiast car sales, uh, and I think they are missing the boat horribly for a lot of the reasons that you mentioned. Uh, yeah. That they're not, you know, they they don't have a bouncer, um, and I, you know, I, I just think they're stagnant and flat. But they're sitting there going, "Oh, we're doing so great. Let's let's take a victory." Lap. Okay, guys. Yeah. um Guess what? Yeah, eBay's for, coming. eBay for, yeah. is going to get oh, into this yeah. game, totally, uh, totally. and cars and be- the little guys—if they're not right there with these guys—they're not yeah. going to be able to compete.
1: Yeah. So, for for the record, just so our listeners understand, you and I split up the responsibilities yeah. of uh, of the show. You do four fifths of it, and one of my jobs is to basically pick the majority of the cars. Yeah. Uh, just so you're aware, JP, on Wednesday. Uh, in the middle of the week in the middle of the summer uh cars and bids is going to close 15 lots today
0: nice so, yeah. you know, so okay it, great they
1: the numbers are the numbers have increased since we started doing the show and that's because I, I yeah, i'm not saying, saying that they yeah. haven't increased yeah. i'm just saying that yeah. it's
0: just it's really not that much given how many cars are available or how many how many slots and how many cars are being sold on the other platforms as well <laughs> i don't think they're taking a bite out of bat at all um but, I don't know, you know, but I think the thing that we do agree on is the bouncer effect. They do need to step up their game because that is the way that they do take a bite out of BAT's lunch. That's how they could dominate BAT. They have yeah. that opportunity.
1: See, I, I think BAT is taking a huge chunk out of Hemmings. Yep. And then Doug DeMiro's taking a small piece out of Craigslist regionally, wherever the cars come from and a yeah. very small piece out of Auto Trader, which is a mammoth machine, you know, that the crazy listings. Uh, but anyway, whatever. Which I, is also
0: funny because he's sponsored yeah. by Auto Trader or what, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. he's, he's Auto, eating Auto, Auto Trader's Auto, lunch
1: he's like whoops. To Auto Trader, <laughs> Doug DeMiro is little more than a flea. I mean, yeah. it's really not that yeah. big a deal. But if Doug DeMiro has carved out a little something for himself and and you know, he doesn't have to like you know not to say work every day he's working but like you know the guy can afford to drive whatever he wants because his show's got list of viewers and his little thing is making a, a couple bucks i you know i tip my hat to him i yeah. trade places with him if that makes sense
0: <laughs> only <Yeah>. for his <laughs> cash yeah, um, of course uh, nobody, nobody bike, wants nobody wants his... to be saddled with that uh with that uh, not his wardrobe, that not his on, wardrobe yeah. but yeah. his uh <laughs> <laughs> but his license plate his license plate
1: collection is off the off the chain
0: doug we oh. love you i really you know and i yeah. do uh, appreciate doug namura i i love uh that he's been reviewing cars uh for as long as he has and i have my (laughs) criticisms but that guy is a pioneer uh in this world we wouldn't be doing this show if it weren't for a guy like him right Uh, absolutely you know he is one of the greatest of all time he is definitely yeah Uh, congratulations
1: man Man. you're talking cheek congratulations now do better (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If they're doing a little better than our auction site. Oh, that's right. We don't have one. Uh, we're just critics, man. Uh, let's see here. All right. Let's get to the cars for today. We've been jibber jabbing a lot about yesterday's cars. Let's, uh, we got to move along and, and talk about some cars today. Some, like I said earlier, no Porsches, uh, make sure you hit the subscribe, like notification button. Uh, let's make some predictions, man. Uh, let's, let's start with Wh- tomorrow. Okay. Sounds good. Why not? Um, No, actually the car that we're starting with today, uh, the car that we teased, uh, you know, I don't care what order after this, but that, that GT is a pretty big, it is
1: pretty bitchin'. Okay. So John, John picked out a 2006 Ford GT that is a one owner car, ironically out of Nevada, Washoe Valley, Mm -hmm. Nevada. Um, and it's on bring a trailer people uh jp where is washoe valley is i have near, no idea is that near no vegas clue. Or, or is know. that near one of the seven towns that has legal prostitution google maps man it's your <laughs> friend somebody figure out where this car is i have no okay. clue all right so uh if you remember jp uh four gts had four options available to them And this car has all four. So let me go over it with you really quickly for our viewers. Uh, This car has the factory option stripes, the silver stripes. It has the fancy Macintosh uh, stereo upgrade. It has the alternate BBS staggered diameter wheels, 18-inch in the front and 19-inch in the rear, uh, and it has the silver-painted brake calipers. Uh, All this is uh, wrapped around a 5.4-liter supercharged V8 that makes 550 horsepower, which is respectable, but because it's forced induction, it has a massive 500-pound foot of torque, making this one of the quickest and best handling supercars from the early aughts. This is a great car. This is a one owner example uh, that has 10,000 miles out of, uh, again, out of Washoe Valley, Nevada. Uh, This car was just $167,000 on the MSRP, but these cars have always traded uh, in the 200 to $300,000 range. And occasionally when we've seen spikes in the collector car market, Some either low-mile, high-option examples or the ones that had the heritage, like the golf livery, uh, have brought $400,000 and up. A tremendous car that harkens back to the GT40 from the late 1960s uh, that won its class uh, and won Le Mans outright several years in a row and became a legend. Uh, Ford went back to, you know, kind of leaned on their own personal heritage to create a supercar and put themselves back on the map. Uh, And this is a great car. They're they're investment great. And they're seriously fun to drive. Uh, You could do a lot worse with your money uh, if you were in this range than to add a Ford GT to your collection. Very cool car to look at. Very cool car to talk about. And an incredibly cool car to drive. Uh, What a way to go. I, I actually really like them. This one is beautiful in the gray with the silver stripes. JP, what do you think?
0: Uh, When this car was contemporary, uh, Matt Farah... Uh, did a video back then in one of his earlier videos on Drive, I think it was. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, he said it was the best sports car of all time at the time. And, yeah. you know, I, I haven't driven one, um, but I want to believe him. Looking at this car, I feel like it's a car that it's the car that Porsche should have made, even though the Carrera GT of about mm-hmm. the same era uh, yep. is a, you could make an argument, is a superior car in lots of different ways. The minimalism, the, the lack of complexity in this car uh, even though it's like an incredibly complex sports car It still is really just down to the bare minimum uh, And I think it's more Porsche than Porsche uh, You know, um, the, you could write a daft punk song about this thing. It is just like everything you need and not a dang thing you don't. Um, right. I, I. This is definitely one of the few cars uh, on my bucket list that I would love to own uh, that does not have a Porsche badge on it. Um, and, uh, you know, there are a lot of Porsches that I would walk right by uh, in order to get a chance
1: to own something like this. Um,
0: and in this colorway, I just think it's just such a fantastic
1: car. That interior, those seats, I mean... The just- spark so, sparko made those seats jp how yeah. cool are those sparko so seats badass. i mean yeah. awesome you know? it's just great stuff uh, ricardo is a uh, racing they make racing parts uh ricardo built the six speed for this car I, I mean they saw some really good pieces Uh, to make an incredible car and uh, the guy who was in charge of Ford's motorsport division at the time uh, was driving uh, a Ferrari I think like a a 458 or an F430 um, and he was driving it to work in Detroit and he had a bumper sticker on it that said my other car is a Ford GT I mean there's just you know really neat they they drew inspiration from the best of the era and they created something that is surprising even for Ford with all the resources they had um, it's it's not surprising when it a big company with big resources still gets it wrong, uh, and it feels like they kept the bean counters out and let the passion guys in. Uh, and this car is really cool, and it's held up well. Those lines are gorgeous today. Yeah. Uh, it's a really hot car. I, I I wonder if I like it more than the the new version of the car. Oh the for sure! sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I have yeah. I want
0: nothing to do with the new one. The new one is yeah. a neat bang spaceship. It looks like a yeah. you know a jet fighter on the ground, but who cares? Yeah. It's like so. This what? This, this car is... I think you could drive. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I it's a manual awesome. for crying out loud. Yeah. You know, the other thing too, you mentioned that they've always been strong. It's like, well, once they kind of, once the values got up to a couple hundred thousand, they've stayed there, but there was yeah. a while for a minute there was, that, yep. that, that you could get the, yeah, they could not sell these. These, these were sitting on the lot brand new. Well, yeah, um, cause,
1: cause 2008, we had a big, yeah. we had a big falling we out had of the, the big crash. So there this, was a moment car- you
0: could get these for under a hundred thousand dollars, under a hundred thousand dollars.
1: I don't remember that, but I do know that there was there was a minute or two where they were pretty you know quote unquote cheap, but these yeah. have really been three hundred thousand dollar cars for a while, and yeah. jP with an hour and ten minutes to go, our car is sitting at three hundred and seven thousand dollars so mm. Andy, Where's last yeah here we go
0: yeah just the other things don't look
1: like this guy yeah, I so listen <laughs> this one's really nice um i, I I still think you need a heritage to get up close to 400 grand today. Uh, So I'm going to go 340,000, but the market is so weird today. I wouldn't be surprised if if, uh, the bid on this blows right by mine and goes up to 360 or 370. But I think 340 is the fair value for this car with 3,000 miles on it and uh, not a popular color. And I don't know if, I don't know, whatever. We'll see what happens. 340, I'm going to just stick to my original bid from last night. 340, JP, where are you at?
0: Yeah, I think a nanosecond ago, you're absolutely right, but everything's changed in the last 40, you know, blink of an eye. Uh, So yeah, it's going to sail right by that. I think it's going to, I'll take the 360 and say it could hit four. Um, Okay. I mean, where do you get, this is again, a car that you can't get. Um, There's There's, only, there's there's lots of white ones with blue.
1: There's lots of blue ones with white. There's lots of red ones with white. The silver is rare. And if the Gulf is a rare color and brings a premium, I think maybe the silver one will too. So by that rationale, having four options, only 3,000 miles, it's in a dry climate, it's a one-owner car, I think you're pretty safe. You're probably going to win this one. We shall see. All right, guys, Uh, let's get to the next car. What else we got? All right, 1995 Nissan Pathfinder SE 4x4 on cars and bids. This is a no-reserve auction with 150,000 miles on it out of Martinez, California, offered by... The Photographer's Garage, JP. I think that that handle rings a bell with us. When we started the show, honestly, in the calendar year last year, uh, we had somebody, one of our early strangers to reach out and uh, uh, submit a car for us to review, I think was the Photographer's Garage. Uh, Guy here in the Bay Area, I'm pretty sure he's reached out to us before. So if that's you, uh, shout out, tip of the cap. This uh, is a car that he's representing. Uh, He's obviously photographed it very nicely with the, you can see that he lit up the interior for the exterior shots, which is a pretty cool little trick. And this car by all accounts is very stock and very clean. Uh, this is pretty Radwood, if you ask me, JP. I remember these cars from high school and college days. Uh, it has a three-liter V6. It's normally aspirated. They're uh, all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive, and then they uh, have this one's an automatic. But that champagne paint job, those hidden rear doors that almost give it the effect of looking like a two-door SUV. Uh, And those really cool cloth seats. Why doesn't anybody make crushed Velour seats anymore? I love this. Um, I said to you before the show that I liked the Nissan Pathfinder over the Toyota 4Runner when we were in high school. And I think it's because... The design incorporates these very soft boxed fenders uh, in the front and rear of the car. And I think I always like that, being a fan of the uh, M3 and the Lancia, Lancia Delta Integrale and 944s. Uh, I think the box fenders give the cars kind of a muscular, purposeful shape. And so I always like the D side over the Toyota just on aesthetic. Um, Toyotas have held their value really, really well. We'll see if this Nissan stands a chance. So with an hour and a half to go, JP, this car is at $5,000 on only 11 bids. But 150,000 miles and a car this clean, that doesn't scare me. I would think this car has got 150,000, 200,000 miles left in the tank before you have to do major repairs. Uh, JP, am I right or am I way off basis?
0: Yeah, no, you're, I think you're spot on. These things are crazy reliable. Um, you know, they're they're of an era where, you know, they were still SUVs were still trucks that were being made to be utilized. The sport utility, the utility part of that uh, acronym was still important. This was something that people expected to be able to go off road. Nowadays, SUVs are really just crossovers. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the hardest thing they're going to deal with is going around a shopping cart in the mall um, parking lot, <laughs> you know, that this is this is is a rugged Do they call them hard bodies that body style with the box vendors um, and uh you know, look, the, another thing that's interesting about this era is this, this is one of the early Pathfinders. Uh, back in the day, when you got an SUV that was all-wheel drive or a pickup truck that was all-wheel drive, uh, if you wanted to put it in all-wheel drive, you had to get the eck out. You had to get out of the truck, you know, and, yeah. and spin the hubs, lock the hubs yeah. on the front wheels. You can see this one. Um, let's see if I can zoom in on those. I know there's pictures of the wheels somewhere, but you can see on the actual hub, it says automatic on the top of this front hub is because this is, was one of the first what they called was it shift on the fly four-wheel right. drive systems and it wasn't really shift on the fly you couldn't be driving along like nowadays in an suv uh that that you can hit a button and all of a sudden you're in four-wheel drive like in a jeep yeah. or something like that back then you had to stop the vehicle put <laughs> it in neutral Hit the button, which is great because you didn't have to get out and get your shoes dirty uh, to go lock the hubs. But at least you could stay in the car while it's raining outside. Hit the hit the uh, hub lock and yep. then put it in drive and then put it in four-wheel low or put it in four-wheel high or, or whatever. You know, the differential yep. probably had two different speeds for, uh, low, it, for four-wheel drive.
1: Three, um, so, yeah. So, there's a secondary shifter in the center mm-hmm. console. It's two high, four high. Neutral yeah. and four low, yeah. and uh, and I imagine you do that while the car stopped, and then you Correct. proceed from there in that in that layout.
0: Yeah, and then to get out of four wheel drive in these things, you had to put everything back in neutral, yeah. uh, hit the four wheel lock thing again, and drive backwards about 50 feet. Uh, it was always best to go backwards first before you went forward because that would ensure that the uh, that the uh, that the four wheel drive was completely disengaged and you weren't ruining your <laughs> gears when you took off down the road. Uh, you know it's <laughs> archaic but insanely how reliable. They, they never ever 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 failed. I've never heard of one of these failing. Whereas wow. in modern all wheel drive cars with shift on the fly stuff, that stuff fails and fails often. Um, so you know this is just a bygone era, man. This thing is. B- just feels like it was you know carved out of a hunk of steel and uh, you could just drive it into the apocalypse terrorists love these i mean this is like the forerunner uh, this is if you're isis man you want this truck um, <laughs> you know but uh, anyways all right so where do we think is gonna land they they're not worth much and they they haven't they been, aren't it's so and they weird, right? i don't see I, them i, I don't this see them nice big yeah
1: i if this thing were a stick jp i'd be in play for this mm. but uh uh, on Doug Demiro's site with 150,000 miles on an automatic, despite how clean it is, they're not bringing the big money. I want this to be an eight to ten thousand dollar car, but I don't think it is here today. Uh, so I'm going to go seven thousand dollars, but with a uh, you know welling up of a tear in my eye, you know, porcelain out. Where, for the where is it now? How much is it? Five now? grand on eleven bids. And you're saying and an hour, seven? Yeah, an hour to go.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'll say six. I'm going to get the under. I don't know if anybody else, but I think the automatic helps this one because this is really yeah. You know, you just go drive this thing around, and it's just you know, it's it's not a really serious off roading vehicle um wow. and but you know the ac works or whatever and this is a great alternative to uh, an expensive new suv and you could take it off road and have a good time
1: with it without well all right let's talk about your area like that's an like easy car to drive out in the middle of a dry lake right mm-hmm.
0: yeah absolutely yeah, 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 yeah or the technical roads or forest roads or whatever and you could do yeah. like you know anything because this is a stock height right it's not lifted yeah so, but it
1: looks high it looks like it's got good no, ground clearance yeah, yeah, for yeah, a that's, stock car
0: it it, yeah. it does, but what I'm getting at is that you know when you look at off-roading trails, it it's a it's a factor of four, well, one, two, 2.5, three, three, right? And there's like a certain level. It's basically anything below two point five, you can get away with a stock four by four that hasn't been lifted. Once you get to two point five or greater in off-roading, you need mods. Uh, you need you better have mods. You get up to yeah. a three, and you're like, well, you better have big tires. You better have articulating suspension. Blah 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 blah. Right? So this is the kind of vehicle that you're right is high enough that you could get away with you know whereas a normal suv may only be able to do a a, a trail that's rated at two this thing could probably do a 2.5 without any trouble and uh, without ripping the front bumpers off and stuff like that and so, this
1: articulating suspension? Is that like a navigation system that says, watch out for that rock, Jonathan? <laughs> it is not, but uh, <laughs> oh, that okay. is something I, that... I, I was wondering. Fully articulating yeah,
0: suspension means that you disconnect <laughs> the, basically the sway bar. So like uh, Ooh, wow. it, you, the whole... It, it means like if you have a front... Um, if you have a solid front axle uh mm-hmm. and then and your suspension is connected to the top there you basically yeah. disconnect all that stuff so that the one wheel can be way up here and the other wheel can be way down there and you and can they're crawl all stuff yeah There's yeah yeah, right. yeah. so Got uh it. you know with full for, lockers on on all four wheels that. so in both yeah. axles it's it gets pretty crazy out there uh my land Reaper I, has fully articulating disengaged fully
1: yeah just like all that stuff I, I was picturing like the navigation system on a Range Rover that has a girl (laughs) with an English accent and she's just enunciating everything correctly. Uh, So I'm
0: glad you You are boned. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Your, your ABC, uh, air ride suspension module has failed. You are 6,200 miles from a service station. (laughs) Yeah. Oh dear.
1: You snuffed it. (laughs) Yeah. No one has tools to
0: fix your new defender.
1: Uh, you're screwed. All right. Oh my God. Or for uh, for um, oh my god, never mind, I forgot. Yeah, like, uh, you uh, know who a lotus. Uh, uh, uh. David, David Sullivan? Yeah. Sullivan. Yeah, David Sullivan. Yeah. There are no parts for your car in this country. <laughs> it's true.
0: You know, that's the problem. Everybody's talking about the new Defender and there's all these new vehicles and you know, we talked about like this car being popular with the terrorist crowd. Um and <laughs> that's because it's not so much that they're great and that they're reliable, which is which they are. Uh the Toyota is more so because parts availability. You know, if you're yeah. if you're out in the middle if you're in Afghanistan, pretty much the only thing on the road is Toyotas because they, right. they literally ship container ships full of wrecked Toyotas from America and they ship those to the Middle East uh, yeah. and when those containers get there, they pick and pull unload, they pick and, pull, and yeah. they just assemble cars out of all the miscellaneous yeah. parts and that's why they're the terrorist cars of, of choice. Um, but right. Nissans are right up there with them. They are very, very common stuff yeah. and that used to be the case with old Series 2 Land Rovers. Uh, you know, sure. all over Africa that's all there was and you yeah, they're super yeah. simple. Um, modern cars, Plus, like a new defender if that thing breaks and you're not you know within a few miles of a dealership you're what are you gonna do yeah yeah they're gonna helicopter a a computer out there that yeah you're you can't uber when you're you know across the (laughs) sub-saharan desert or something like that which is what you're supposed to be doing with these things i know we're talking too much about uh four stuff uh let's move on to some other cars let's go
1: to the the ferrari P-Car Market has sourced a 1985 Ferrari 308 GTS Valve out of Kalamazoo, Michigan. Our car has just 30,000 miles on it. Uh, and looks to be basically bone stock. Services are up to date and this car is ready to go. Now, the Quattro Volvo means that the Ferrari 308 that was available in the 70s and early 80s has been updated with a four valve head. That was good for 240 horsepower and 190 pound foot of torque. Uh, the other upgrade that's notable on these cars, the QVs, is that they went to 16 inch from 14 inch diameter wheels. Uh, these are 16 by eights. Uh, actually i think they're 16 by 7 in the front 16 by 8 in the rear uh and these are magnesium wheels those are really gorgeous five-star Chromodora wheels uh that lower front valance that's on this car jp is not from the factory that's an aftermarket piece but that was a popular upgrade uh in period and just looks right on this car um anyway really cool car the target top pops off and stows behind the front seats inside the cabin uh giving you safe open air driving. Uh, These cars are really fun to drive, but they're a lot of work. Uh, The pedal box is way off to the right to accommodate the uh, front wheel well. Um, The shifter, the gated shifter in these early 70s and 80s cars uh, needs to be warmed up before you can use all five of the gears. Uh, And even when it's warm, it's slow. Uh, it, it, it takes a minute to get used to driving that thing, uh, but the noise of this you know, chain and gear-driven cams uh, in a mid-engine layout that's right behind your ears is second to none. Uh, the motor sounds great. It probably revs to like 7,500 RPM, and while it's not as quick or as an agile as a really well-put-together Carrera from the same era, Uh, These cars are arguably uh, a teeny bit more fun to drive because they're just so exotic and unusual. You will also get a ton of attention if you haven't owned a Ferrari. Uh, Expect people to be hanging out of the window of their cars to take photos of your car while you're driving. Expect intrusions in your privacy if you own a bright red Ferrari. Uh, Don't forget the service intervals. They come often and they come expensive. Uh, But in between, you'll have a lot of fun with this car. The question is, Did this consigner pick the right platform to sell this very nice low mile example? And I'm gonna go right away and step in front of you, JP, and say, hell no. Uh, This car's sitting at $46,000 with three hours to go. Uh, And in today's market, a 30,000 mile QV in red tan. I mean, we're talking about an 85 to almost $100,000 car in this market, John. This is a really low mile example. It's really clean. Uh, the consigner is actually um, a reputable dealer in the Midwest. I, I, I can't believe they chose P car market for this car. This thing should be on BAT all day long. Uh, I, I expect to see this car in the deal tank for 90 grand. Uh, and I'm going to say that it doesn't even come close to that number. So what do you think, John?
0: yeah i this car is so so hot i mean it just oozes sex it's kind of like you look at this thing and it, it, and it looks like you know you're you're in um i don't know the riviera or something like that it's some totally. some exotic place in 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 europe and uh there's just an unbelievably sexy uh italian prostitute that you just you're like mm, <laughs> that's gonna be expensive uh, it's gonna be awesome Maybe, or maybe it's just going to be more heartache than you could possibly imagine. Uh, and the latter is probably the case. I want one of these cars so badly, uh, but I know I don't, I, I, I'm just yeah. I'm too anxiety ridden uh, to ever really be able to comfortably own one of these. It just, oh my God. God, that's gorgeous. Um, but I think yeah. you're just gonna get syphilis from
1: this thing. Uh, you're your, peak your, our market. Your, oof. <laughs> yeah, your relationship with that car should last as long as your hour with the uh, Italian prostitute. You know, like, yeah, yeah. And buy unfortunately, it, buy it to un- sell it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, you know, unlike the prostitute, you can go ahead and get a shot afterwards and probably take care of uh, the. But there or there might be lingering long term effects that will uh, be with you for the rest of your life. One way or the other, uh, you're gonna have a lot of fun for about a minute and a half, and then
1: it's just gonna be terrible. Okay. Yeah, uh, peep market. is the right place. You, I don't know. You don't pay the prostitute to come over. You pay the prostitute to leave. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oof. You know one thing I never knew, and I'm, I'm I had no idea. I've never noticed that this little wing door with the vents over the rear right. window. I didn't yeah. know that that existed. I learned okay. Something so today it's on, but, it's,
1: but JP, it's on um, one side, and on yeah. the other is the gas cap. Oh, that's awesome. Nah, look yeah. Good. And so on the GTBs, there's no louvers there. They're just glass, which gives a prettier look. But yeah. on the GTSs, you have those little wing things because on mm-hmm. one side, it's covering glass. And on the other side, the driver's side, it's covering the fuel filler door. How
0: much fun is that? All right, car market. Uh, it's always interesting when they try to sell stuff that's not a Porsche, and I think sometimes yeah. they've gotten lucky or not even on haven't. the East Coast. Yeah, yeah this car you is know, in the Midwest. Yeah, it's a roll of the dice. And uh, I mean, we've seen them sell fake Ferraris. You know, they got fifty thousand dollars for a for a Nissan <laughs> 240, or a, yeah, it was a Datsun 280Z that looked like a Ferrari, sort of. <laughs> um, you know, will this car bring as much as the fake Datsun Ferrari? What do you think? What's yeah. the number on this thing?
1: So, JP, I'm going to say 75000 bucks, and it fails to sell because this car will wind up in the deal tank somewhere between eighty-five dollars and $95,000 uh, an hour after the close of this lot. Uh, the consignor is making a mistake because I don't think he's going to sell it through P-Car Market, and he's going to burn what is arguably one of the nicest GTS Quattrovelvels available in the marketplace today. So, too bad,
0: all Bad right. mistake. Yeah, big big mistake. Uh, all right. Well, I'll I'll just go a thousand over. I think. I, I, yeah, I'm going to give it a chance. I 76? think this is a really okay. cool car, and maybe someone sees it and says, "All right." Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, it's a gated gated five speed. F car, what, how badass is that? In the right yeah. colorway too. All right, uh, so that Ferrari, good luck to the seller. Good luck, uh, you're gonna need it cause you're on the wrong platform. Uh, how about this Mercedes? Talk about, uh, you know, sexy in a different way. This is like, wow, you made <laughs> this one, right? I
1: have, I have such a love-hate relationship with this car because when you look at it, JP, it looks like somebody took a 300 SL and left it in the dryer too long and it just <laughs> shrunk one size, right? Yeah. Uh, it's beautiful, beautiful lines very evocative of the SL from the 1950s. It has that legendary inline six and is a legitimate 150 mile an hour car from the 1950s. But this car is grossly underpowered employing a 1.9 liter inline four with a four speed manual transmission. Um, I... I don't know. This would be a great car to go to Cars and Coffee on, but this is not a car I would ever dare to take on a driving event because it can't keep up with anything and they don't handle very well. And, and there's no amount of money you can throw at it to turn it into something that it's not. Uh, you know, short of doing some like bastardized Frankenstein S2000 drivetrain swap, what are you, where are you going to go with this thing? So, a beautiful car to look at, but not a car I've ever wanted to own because I know they just don't drive that great. That being said, I'm sure somebody out there owns one and is like, what are you talking about? These are great cars to drive. But you know me, JP. I like to brake late. I like to you know, carry as much speed to the corners as possible. Uh, and I want to shift quickly. And this car doesn't do any of those things. Uh, so beautiful car, uh, evocative of an era. Um, they have really varied in, my, uh, in values. They are market-dependent. And there are a ton of them on the road, so you really have to do your due diligence. I would never buy a car like this without having it inspected uh, to help me determine the difference between a good one and an original one versus another one that might not be as nice, might not have as good a history, might be hiding some problems. You could really get into trouble uh, buying the wrong one of these cars, and you could also get into trouble buying one at the top of the market because as soon as the market recedes, you're going to get left hanging, the ba- uh, holding the bag on something like this. Uh, we've seen values for these cars uh jump up into the 2 and 300,000 range. Uh our car JP uh is in Tempe, Arizona. It's showing just 3,000 miles on the on the uh five-digit odometer, which is really weird. So it's hard to determine what the real uh odometer reading should be on this car. Um but it's sitting at just 66,000 miles and it looks a lot nicer than that. So, I don't know, man. Gorgeous car, but I don't want it.
0: Man, I think you're paying attention to all the wrong details, man. I mean, it's like the Volkswagen thing doesn't do any of that stuff that you talk about, yet it's so fun to drive. I, you right. know, And the thing is, I've never driven one of these. Uh, I don't care what it drives like because the thing to do with this car is to sit there with your best girl and go down the strip. I mean, you know, when you're driving down the strip, it's basically from red light to red light with a bunch of traffic and you're out there to look cool. And just, this is just oozes, you know, class. I mean, it's just like, how awesome would this be to just cruise down the boulevard with her hair in the wind and uh, just looking like the baller that you are. I, I Who cares what it does around the corner? Who cares if it gets up to speed? I mean, I mean, the Volkswagen thing is definitely going to be worse than this from a driving point of view, but everybody and their brother and their mother and everyone's going to want to have a conversation with you stopping at the light when the crowd is sitting there uh, crossing the free not the freeway, but uh, the, the Las Vegas strip and everyone's just like, going oh my gosh who is that what is that that is amazing that's what this car is for
1: um so you know. while we're covering while we're covering this car it just got a four thousand dollar bid it went from 66 to 70 thousand dollars yeah uh, I, look i'll take a chance on a thing at 20 grand but i don't want to take a chance on one of these at six figures <laughs> yeah. i'd rather park my six figures somewhere else so like i said i, I, I get what you're saying if somebody gifted me the car sure we would drive it down the strip but
0: ah. well but, hold on a second though I, what if what if it? you know because there's always like all right uh you have that stable of cars and uh-huh. uh it's time to go ahead and get a Rolls-Royce or something <laughs> something to cruise just like again to be yeah. seen in that's not a sports car. Um uh, I mean I would way rather have this than anything Bentley makes uh has made in the last twenty years. Or I, Rolls Royce for that from, matter.
1: From the same era, JP. We're talking basically the entire decade of the sixties. Mm-hmm. I think for half the money I'd have I don't know for me, I'd rather have a Cadillac, a Cadillac convertible mm. from the 1960s for 40 grand, a really nice one for 40 grand than this car for a hundred, you know? So
0: there's probably a bunch of, uh, Italian cars, uh, you know, little convertibles that really don't, that aren't that fast, sure. but you know, are going to be just as classy looking as this, but I don't know. Lancia I'm,
1: and Maserati have a, have a host of them, uh, yeah. that are similar money to the Benz. So yeah, yeah. It, for the same money. Sure. Something Italian. Uh, and it would the Italian one. will just sound a little better too. You know, it'll have a six cylinder or whatever.
0: Mm. I don't. Know. I still like that. I, I love that uh, big dial. I get but it. How I much is this going to go for? It, yeah. I don't
1: know, man. It, the values of these are so hard to predict. JP, I'm going to just go out there and say this could bring real money because it looks like it might actually have seriously low miles uh, because of it's showing three thousand and change on a five-digit odometer. So I'm going to go one hundred and twenty-nine thousand. It's also the right ah. colorway, black with red interior. Uh, there's sheepskin covers in these photos, but there's other photos of the sheepskin yeah, removed. And the great, seats yeah. seats look fantastic. The leather yeah. looks beautiful. So I think this car is going to double in value at the close of auction because it's on BAT. It's the right platform. I'm going to go 129 If ever there
0: was a case for springing for photos, man, if you got a six-figure car, hire a dang photographer. Seriously. Dude. Hire a photographer. You're going to leave. And because of that, because these photos are so uninspired, I mean, what the heck? In front of a gate with like, harps oh, so, behind it that is, so terrible. That is yeah. that's an insult to this beautiful car uh i'm going to say a buck 10 i think that the money okay. is going to be left on the table because i think people are going to pass over this and not really take a closer look uh at first glance i thought this was one of those carmen guias that was made to look like one of these you know like oh the, wow you yeah. know I was like oh my gosh so the jp stop right the pictures there, stop so right bad, there.
1: Yeah. you see those they have those little wings over the front and rear uh wheel wells you see yeah. those straight line wings Uh, somebody put chrome on these and then he put a 190 sl badge on the front quarters uh none of those things are stock the car did not come with those things so somebody cosmetically altered this car for personal taste Mm. uh, and i would say that's a detraction to uh, hopefully he just glued those on and they can be removed with heat uh but if he bolted those into the fender uh you know he's ruining the car like what are you
0: doing is that a period correct thing to do is that something no a dealer, a i've dealer never seen would it have done back then no
1: no yeah, yeah, i've never seen it done before. weird stuff like that before never right. seen it done and not stock it's absolutely right. incorrect to the car i uh stake my lowly I, reputation I, on it i, I believe <laughs> you all right
0: uh let's get to we still have just a couple more one cars car to go, one car to go all right let's uh let's blast through this bad boy what do we got here?
1: JP, you. Picked a really cool car, this little Frankenstein. It's a 1989 BMW 324 TD Touring with a five speed manual. Uh, by all accounts, this entire car is unobtainium in the United States. Uh, we're looking at a car that has 224,000 kilometers, which equates to about 139,000 miles. It's offered out of Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, the motor in the uh, trunk is a uh, replacement 2.5 liter m51 diesel inline six uh again as i mentioned it has a five-speed manual it's been repainted in silver uh i love the black and violet design uh edition cloth interior seats the sports seats are really cool although the driver's one is in poor condition uh the the pattern for the interior for the seats is really cool uh it also has 17 inch aftermarket azev wheels which are correct to the era but i don't think look right on on an e30 platform car uh the car is sitting on h and r sports springs um it's got an upgraded sort of m tech steering wheel uh, and it also has a sunroof really neat car to look at i would change the wheels personally i, I kind of think that the diesel inline six is a cool drivetrain uh but anyway just kind of a neat little frankenstein car that was never sold this particular platform was never sold in the u.s uh this could be a canadian car for all i know uh but these were never here in the united states so a really neat car that is sure to find a home with an enthusiast in the bmw uh you know sort of community a uh, neat car on the right platform but maybe not a lot of value there so uh sitting with under an hour to go jp it's at just eighty-five hundred dollars. So is this a away.
0: theft recovery or a salvage or anything like that? Cause every single panel on this thing looks rough and beat up and hammered out, like with, like a bolt with like a, just a regular, I mean, so the, the body prob- is trash. This thing the is. P-
1: the problem on this one car JT is that, uh, JP is that it was, um, a ghost on Carfax until 2017. So Mm. I, somebody brought it in in 2017 to Florida. So, I mean, absolutely. This car could have gone through a chop shot to find its next owner. So, you know, yeah, I
0: mean, it looks like it was repainted with a rattle can. It is in really, really, really bad shape. Every single radius and corner is wavy or bumpy or has overspray. I mean, it's, This is a rat car. Um, Now, (laughs) that said, that doesn't mean it couldn't be fun. And interestingly enough, with all the problems. Oh, now it does have crack dash. I was going to say, hey, it's got a clean dash. Uh, You know, every (laughs) single aspect of this car is compromised. Um, You know, other than the mechanicals, which I have no idea because I haven't driven it. um, This thing is just but the fun thing about this car would be just the utility of it i mean the fact that it's uh. got that big wagon uh it's pro- you know it's a manual and it's a bmw with a straight 6 that's you know probably got some torque even though it's diesel um uh, yeah this thing looks like a Ton of fun. Just don't yeah. get close enough to it to realize how big a piece of junk it is. If you embrace the dirt bag of this, uh, you could have a great time. This is a dirt car. I, I, I appreciate it for that. But this is this is no longer and never that, will be a nice car again. The
1: E30. Touring, which is BMW speak for wagon, is one of the prettiest silhouettes. I mean, basically, JP, at a glance, right there, does that not look like a four-door GTI? I mean, it's a yeah. really great silhouette. Uh, and again, we mentioned him earlier. Our uh, friend of the Bid Nerds, Jason Camisa, owns a, a 318 Touring that he rocks. I mean, he drives the snot out of that car. Yeah, neat uh, yeah. car.
0: Yeah, uh, if it performs and drives well, uh, this could be a great a inexpensive uh, way. I don't know if it's going to steal because, I mean, it's a piece of junk. This is never going to be worth anything uh, right. because it is in such poor shape. But it could be a great way to get into a really fantastic enthusiast car uh, that you could use with zero guilt because who the hell cares yeah. what you do to it? Uh, wrap this thing around a pole
1: so what? Um, <laughs> where is it going to land? What's this? Uh, how much is it going to Jay- go for? It's at eighty five hundred bucks. It's got forty five minutes to go. I think there's another fifteen hundred dollars in it. I'm gonna go ten grand.
0: Wow! Um, and it's what at eighty five hundred dollars? Yeah. Yep. Gosh, it's in the right place. Um, I just, God, I mean, it, I, I'm shocked that it's even <laughs> at eighty five hundred. This thing is in horrible, horrible condition. I mean, it's bad, uh, but it is a touring. It could drive so, nice. It could drive yeah, nice if it drives well. It's something. It doesn't fun. smell like. Bait fluid. What'd you say? Ten grand.
1: Ten grand to you.
0: Uh, I'm going ninety five hundred. I just don't see it sugar, breaking sugar. ten. There's no way.
1: I I don't even know if it's good. Ugh. It might not uh, get another bid. Who knows? Yeah.
0: I mean, it doesn't deserve one. Uh, but it could. And no. uh, there it is. All Still right, a guys. great pick.
1: I'm glad we I'm glad we reviewed it. Something and, and, fun to talk about. By the way, for sure. The photos the photos in front of that building are kind of cool. I, yeah. I no. The fo- right. the photography. Right. This is one of those did cars right.
0: where photography is going to help this car. This car Absolutely. should have been a. Four or $5,000 car, but it might get twice (laughs) that because the photos are pretty cool. And the car just looks neat, right? Uh, uh, All right, there it is, guys. Another bid nerds uh, in the books. Uh, Make sure you hit the subscribe, like, and notification button so you know when the freshest nerds are available because it is, uh, that's the best way to know. I mean, look. YouTube, what the hell, man? We do a live show at nine o'clock and then it doesn't show up on our channel uh, for another like couple of hours. So if you don't have the notification button, you will not see when the newest show is there uh, for hours later. So notification buttons let you know that uh, the latest, freshest, most, uh, the least stinky bid nerds are available. Uh, So (laughs) go ahead and get in on that action. That's
1: the cheat code is to hit the notification button and then you get fresh nerds.
0: Look at Michael Deeb dropping all that millennial vernacular okay there it is he's got the uh, <laughs> he's got the uh, articulation button working there <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys we do this every monday through friday bid nerds your daily nerd out on the most interesting cars of the day and all the automotive enthusiast auction sites including p car market rad for sale bring a trailer cars and bids and more uh so join us every monday through friday tell a friend go on to the auctions for these specific cars that we've talked about and mention that you heard about the car on bid nerds. Uh, and then when you're doing that you're helping us by getting more nerds to come and join the community and we really 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 appreciate you guys helping out we love doing the show every uh-huh. day for you guys uh, let us know your uh, your bids uh, and let us know uh, how wrong you think we are we love hearing uh, comments from our listeners and watchers who say you know what, you are this should be the bid idiots because that's what you two clowns are and we couldn't agree more so stick around, uh, talk about us and uh, share the word we will see you tomorrow. Michael, do you we, anything you want to say before we go?
1: Yeah. So we have, we have three third nerds this week. We had Warren mm. Madsen from GWA, Radwood, Rad for Sale yesterday. Can we tease? Is that okay yeah. to tease ahead? Uh, we have Steve from More Imports on thursday john that's tomorrow and, and, yeah uh, and then matt Weitzel from the pacific northwest huge air cooled porsche guy uh i don't mean huge in stature although he's a big guy uh but just huge guy in the community and and everybody i love him matt Weitzel is a great guy and we're gonna have him on finally long overdue on yep. friday so uh we've got a couple of guests coming up in the next two days definitely worth a watch
0: excellent guys thanks for hanging out we will see you tomorrow Night!
1: Get those words!